After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Down the bitch gang. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain bubble frogs. Just like Buffett said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome to another episode of Five on the Floor. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. We come to you directly following the Miami Heat's loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 112-108. There were great vibes heading into the game, great vibes in the first half, and what happened? The second half happened. Um... We will get into all that tonight's floor plan with me on the show. Um, and I, I'm Greg Sylvander. If I didn't say who the host was, I have Sean Rochester. We have Brian Fonseca. So the regular post game crew back in action. Um, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo back in action. Yet the Miami Heat come up short. There were some good things that happened here. Um, want to get into all those things before we do. I just want to call out to everybody, please check out our off the floor discord server. We are um, on there all day chatting it up about different things about the team. You're going to get updates, injury updates, insiders uh, perspective in terms of Ethan talking directly to players, Alex Brady talking directly to players. We're we're following road games and all the contents going to our discord. So go to off the floor. It's $2.99. If you sign up on desktop, if you have Apple, it's $3.99. That's my spiel. Let's go to the Rocky Sports Gamer of the Night. And now on Five on the Floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. So I went straight to it because Anthony Edwards is the truth. 32 points, 13 of 25 from the field. So he's a little inefficient there, but not, I mean, not really. I mean, not, I I guess to say inefficient is wrong. Um, Eight points, five assists three steals, two blocks. He was just awesome. 
Brian, right before we started the show, Brian said that this profiles as a good playoff team. And I think that that's an interesting place to start because I think Anthony Edwards has a lot to do with that. Uh, so, Brian, I'll come to you first on Ant. Tonight, specifically, it appeared as if the Heat just basically, for stretches of the game, didn't care who was guarding him because he was just essentially going to get what he was going to get. Um, could they have done anything differently against Ant tonight that, that you think specifically maybe you saw throughout the game that you would have handled in a different manner or just have a different thought on? I mean, outside of a couple moments, I think – you you'll sign for ant going 13 of 25 that's slightly over 50 percent so it's technically efficient but you'll sign for him only making 13 of 25 shots um and he was two of nine from three also which you'll take that gladly i mean his three-point shot comes and goes still but it's one of those things that you'd rather live with that as opposed to him taking it to the hole and actually you know getting contact finishing around the rim getting free throws etc um, did not feel like this was a, a great offensive game for Minnesota, but they did pick things up late, partially due to their defense, but the Heat also just missed some shots, just missed some open shots. Tyler Hero cooled off after a blazing hot start. Um, this team, I mean, we could say like this is a quote unquote good loss, but the Heat were also up by 12 at halftime and once again, outscored in the fourth quarter. Which brings me to this, the main takeaway that I have from this game, 8-19 and 19 in fourth quarters this season, this Miami Heat team. 8-19. I think Dang. they've lost five in a row. They were either 8-14, and 8-15, something along those lines. They keep losing fourth quarters, even in games they win. They are minus, by my count, minus 96 in these fourth quarters in terms Jeez. of margin. Okay, so this is why their net rating is middle of the road. This is why the numbers suggest that this team is pretty average, maybe slightly above average so far this season. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how much I agree with that because I'm not somebody who bases my entire thing around numbers that could be made to believe what you want. What my eyeballs tell me, though, is that this team has talent, is deeper than last year. I'm not sure how good they actually are. They just got Bam and Tyler back. This is a hell of a game to throw them back into, uh, as you can see by, you know, Tyler Hero cooling off for a reason. Minnesota ended up responding to him defensively, and Bam had some trouble with Rudy Gobert, who I generally think is overrated, and he's having a good season. I'll acknowledge that. In the fourth quarter and trying to score on him. So this is a good team that they lost to. I don't know how good the Heat are. They are pretty much about what I would have expected given the lack of activity from the offseason. Um, and, you know, we'll see because they have some, you know, some games under schedule that I feel like they should take advantage of. This was not one of them, but not great to lose after being up uh, after halftime by double digits and also getting outscored by 10 on your own floor in the fourth quarter again. So check this out. Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo come back, combined for 40 field goal attempts. Uh, the rest of the team probably got 50 field goal attempts. I'm doing very quick math as I'm looking at the box score here. That's crazy to me um, that they come back. Jimmy's only 5 of 12. Sean, should I be upset with Jimmy's shot selection on the final possession where he kind of hunted that foul with a weird three? Is there anything else from Jimmy tonight that you didn't like? I thought that he was um, aloof is a strong word because Jimmy's never that. 
It's more of like a he's December Jimmy. He's holiday Jimmy. Kind you know, of, he's, but he's he not hasn't March, always, April Jimmy I mean, yet. <laughs> he just he just hit a game winner the other night. So it's hard to be like oh December Jimmy when he just was, you know, doing crazy stuff uh, a couple you know, two nights ago. Hey Greg, you know, you know it's hard to have back to back great games when you're thirty four years old. <laughs> this this is this is true. When are we to be concerned, Sean, with the shot selection uh, from Jimmy Butler late in games? If he's hunting three-point shots, shooting three-point shots in the fourth quarter has not been kind to Jimmy this season. And then your overall takeaways on tonight's game. So talking just about that, it wasn't the last possession, but obviously that last shot, right? 23 seconds left. I think that's enough time that you hunt a two first. Agree. Score if you can, or at least drive and kick. You know, you you have time to not shoot. And it seemed like Jimmy kind of flailed trying to draw a foul more so than he shot his normal shot. If you watch his lower body, I'm not okay with that shot. And, you know, you always question, and, and we're not obviously privy at this point to the postgame press conference, what Spoh's going to say and what he's going to reveal. But I just don't feel like that's the shot you want in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um his overall game, like Brian said, it's kind of December Jimmy, right? I mean, I didn't feel like he was disengaged. I think at times he bully balled to the basket and did good things. I didn't feel like the offense as a whole was problematic, like anyone was dominating the ball too much. Um, But I think to Brian's point about the fourth quarter, and and I think we'll get into this as we talk about the overall game and and adding all these players, this Jimmy sitting until the six-minute mark, yeah. Maybe we can adjust that a little bit. Is is the fourth quarter problems because that's probably the only quarter where Jimmy only plays six minutes if he gets in because there's a dead ball around the six minute mark. Sometimes it's less. Today I think it was less. It was. It was but under the almost four and a half there. minute mark or something like that. Could he play at the beginning of the fourth? Go out. He can't play twelve minutes. We're not, we're not trying to you know extend him too much, but. I feel like with this new integration of guys, while we're healthy, fingers crossed, right? While we're healthy, you could get away with adjusting the rotation a little bit to give more Jimmy minutes in the fourth quarter, especially when the game is close like it was tonight. I I think that's a really solid point because this very rigid schedule of Jimmy never checking in before the six or seven minute mark um tonight it was felt like you 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 understood that you you needed him out there and even in a game where he's not producing at jimmy butler levels you still you need him out there and you need him to be a threat i thought him and cat started getting um started cat fighting haha and uh then cat started getting going and this show is sponsored by better help What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That, you know, that can go one of two ways. Sometimes that works in Jimmy's favor and other nights or like tonight. Rudy Gobert was great as well. He played Bam really tough, had probably, I think, 15, 16 rebounds. I've put my phone down, so I'm not looking at the box score. 16. 16 big ones. But none of those guys had the play of the night. Let's get to it. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program. Reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. Sean very acutely identified these two plays as the uh, A aggressive plays of the night, and they align with the uh, Rocky Sports Gamer of the night. Sean, feed us the, 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 the two plays that kind of punctuated this game by the gamer of the night and uh, sealed the victory for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, looking right about the three-minute mark. 3.29 left in the fourth. Ant gets a dunk from a cat assist. And then there was a uh, a rebound off of a block shot from Gobert. I, in the in the moment, and you guys can tell me if you remember this play, Ant out-hustled Jimmy for that. Jimmy didn't go for the ball like Ant did. Ant got it, went down, and You're got right. another dunk. Four-point play. I think Spo calls a timeout. No, he does not call a timeout right after that. But shortly after that, there's a timeout. Four-point you know, swing right there. It was just Ant took over in the second half. I made some jokes earlier in the game talking about uh, Ant's uh, little situation, and, and maybe I spurred that, but I don't think it was my fault. But he he took over, and and, I, and you asked earlier what could you do. I mean, besides sending doubles, I don't know what you could do to stop a guy like that. He's just that good. Yeah, and I don't think the Heat are sending doubles, particularly not on December 18th. Uh, so – this is an interesting stretch tonight that they started big because I think it was the logical moment with Gobert and Cat, and we were chatting uh, pregame that that's probably the best rebounding lineup that Miami can field out there. Uh, do y'all see them coming off this loss? Is it Spolstra 
easily now being able to make an adjustment when Kyle is back to just going to that smaller group with it, it being Bam, Caleb, Jimmy, Hero, and Kyle. Is that where you guys both land? That's where I'm landing. That's where I'm leaning. But Brian, do you think that uh, it's as easy as that? Or do you think that that bigger lineup, which we have seen Spolstra want to start bigger players next to Bam when it works, do you think that that's the, the trending direction? I almost felt like this was somewhat matchup based. Um, and, you know, to be clear, like it wasn't, this isn't a big lineup. It's just a big heat lineup. But like, it's kind of a standard, it's kind of a standard NBA lineup. You know, you have Tyler, you have Jimmy, you have Caleb. I mean, they're a little bit big in the backcourt, but then otherwise you have Kevin Love and Bam Adebayo. So in the front court, you're 6'9 and 6'10. You know, kind of a regular ass NBA <laughs> front court, and then Jimmy uh, at the wing is about six seven, um, maybe six eight on certain days. You know, depending on how his hair is done. Um, yeah, I think I I think uh, they're just a standard sort of like it's not like a big lineup. It's just a big lineup for them. And uh, me, honestly, I I'm kind of tired of hey the guy playing in the front court next to Bam at the quote-unquote four has to be 6'5 and rangy and can guard down. And it's like, no, let's actually, like, you know, let's see somebody with some size there or whatever, if it, if, if it works, right? Like, I don't – I think Haywood Highsmith is great at – potentially great in that role if healthy. But if you could find somebody else with a little more size and start off with a little more size, because it does feel like in some ways that the league, which has been playing small for a while, is starting to get a little bit bigger. It does feel that way in some of these front courts. I think even Denver, who isn't like huge in the front court, Aaron Gordon was killing them in the finals because he was able to sort of cherry pick certain matchups. And Aaron Gordon is somebody who's, I don't know, 6'8". Is he 230, 240 now? He he came into the league a lot skinnier than he is now um, and just sort of bulked up, right? So I I think this may have been matchup dependent. I, I think whatever starting lineups we're seeing now, they're going to land on something else. I always felt like it was kind of going to be Kyle. Well, Dame really, <laughs> but I kind of always felt like it was going to be Kyle and then hero and then Jimmy and Haywood eventually. And then bam. Um, I have a feeling that at least one starter that we see later on might not be on the roster right now, or at least that probably should be the case, but I don't know. Agree gonna do right um one maybe two guys but i feel confident in saying that it's it's basically trying to pick the best two fits around tyler bam and jimmy i'm not sure that whoever that is in april is currently on the roster i think if it is you're probably looking at just you know kyle and haywood highsmith maybe caleb and haywood highsmith um, maybe even Jaime Hawkes <laughs> in right. another world. Like he may just be somebody who's. I, I keep saying Jaime Hawkes may be too good uh, to continue bringing off the bench, uh, at least long term. So we'll see. But I, I think the lineups are going to continue to be tinkered with. And the main thing is that going forward, I expect to see Tyler Bam and Jimmy close with two guys. Insert them here. Maybe Jaime Hawkes and Caleb. It kind of depends on the night. Agree. Uh, I think that the Heat. You know, as we look at this game specifically, Minnesota has been a damn good team. They went into Boston um, or excuse me, played Boston in Minnesota and whooped their ass. Um, they've, they've had some 
good wins throughout the year. This is, I was listening to the Timberwolves broadcast. They said this was one of the best wins of the season. They were even like saying it was the second best win of their season. So that tells you what they think of Miami. Uh, so they're the heat's record and the fact that they're in the six, seven ish range, I think is a bit deceiving. Um, before we get into the injury report and close the show, Sean, can you just review the shot diet from cleaning the glass? This is something we've been tracking all year, and I do think it's important to continue to track since it's data that we are suggesting to review, um, and I'm interested by it. So, Sean, can you just review the shot diet, and then we'll go to the injury report? Yeah, I want to throw one more piece onto what Brian just said. If you look at the minute distribution tonight, I think you're always going to have Jimmy, Bam, Tyler play 30 plus minutes, right? The fourth person who played 30 plus tonight, exactly on 30, is Jaime. So, you know, that's interesting in itself. You had four other guys play 20 plus, and then you had Haywood play 12. I think those other four or five guys, it can it can change, right? Like Jaime's not always going to play 30. So I think you have five or six guys, including Lowry, that those minutes are going to kind of roller coaster. And I think that's a good thing. It's, it's going to be based on how they play. And I think that's a good thing for a team where you give Spo guys that he can adjust based on a game to game, whether it's matchup, whether it's mm -hmm. performance, and he can make the best lineup. Uh, but Greg, to your question about the shot diet, um, you know, I've I've continually kind of referenced this 30, 35, 35 type of split between the rim, mid, and and, and threes. Tonight, only 22% at the rim, 45% mm -hmm. in the mid-range, and 33% at the three. Now, we know that Minnesota plays a drop defense. You're going to shoot a lot of mid-range shots. If you extend the rim out to 14 feet, which is the short mid, it's actually 60% within 14 feet and only 7% were those long twos. So I wasn't actually disappointed in terms of the shot diet. I thought we did a probably better job than I thought of getting to the rim, especially early, and we made those shots. I know Cooper Moorhead kept referencing it in his tweets about we were making those short mid-range shots that you have to make. Those are those Tyler Hero floaters. You know, Bam was shooting the ball well from those range. Um, but it kind of it cooled off. And I think that's part of the problem. I think it was more of the offense than the defense late. But we just didn't make enough shots late. And that's evidenced by, what, 42 points in the second half. Just not, a good, not good enough to beat a good team. Agree wholeheartedly. Brian, we'll get to your final thoughts in a moment. Let's go to the Eric Rubenstein injury report. And now it's time for the official five on the floor injury report sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now... The injury report. The injury report was cleaner. Tyler, Bam, back. Josh, Caleb playing. Haywood Highsmith back. Uh, Kyle Lowry did sit. I would expect him to eventually be back, but I don't know that it'll be immediately. I think he'll play Christmas. I think he, I think you see a full roster on Christmas Day, folks. That's going to be the gift from the Miami Heat to you. But uh, the injury report did get cleaned up significantly, but the fourth quarter was continued. Brian, are the fourth is the fourth quarter stuff a fatal flaw? Yes, I think it's the fatal flaw of this team right now. I don't think it's you know Kyle Lowry not being Damian Lillard, although that doesn't help. But I I, I don't think it's uh you know Tyler Hero being injured, although that probably did. Um, well, some people think that may have helped. Um, I don't think it's uh 
any number of things. I think that's sort of the main thing you could look to. I think the injuries haven't helped, particularly to Bam, because you saw what happened to the defense um, when he was out there, which is to be expected because, I mean, we could have the backup center conversation again if you'd like to. I don't think we have time for that now. But uh-huh. I think uh, as it relates to this team, they have to, have to, have to fix the fourth quarter stuff. If you have any hopes of being a contender, like a real contender, you have to be good in fourth quarters because that's where you win games. Mm-hmm. And they're 8-19, and 19, and they're minus almost 1,000. It's actually minus 96, but minus almost 1,000 in fourth quarters. And if you... Like, imagine how good they'd be if they had that flipped. You'd be one of the best teams in the NBA. But all you need to do is not suck in fourth quarters. You may be talking about an extra few wins. You may be talking about a team that's 27 games into the season or whatever it is with nearly 20 wins if they were just a little bit better in fourth quarters. Because you look at some of these margins, and it's like two points here, six Mm -hmm. points here, eight points here. There's far too many of them that are like 10-point deficits that they got to clean up. But... Be better in fourth quarters, especially against teams like, you know, the Charlotte Hornets and the Chicago Bulls. Like, you've got to close out these games better. And again, if you're a good team, like a real good team, like a contender, you can't, I don't care who you're playing against, squander a halftime lead where you're up by 12, squander a third quarter lead where you go in and you're on your home floor and then you get punked and outscored by 10. You cannot let this happen. So I don't know if it's going to be reinforcements. I don't know uh, what adjustments Eric Spolster is going to have to make. make. Um, and you're reintegrating Bam and Tyler now. I think Tyler is going to be a little bit more challenging because Bam didn't have as much time off, and we kind of know what that is. But I think the reintegration of both of them is going to be critical. But be better in fourth quarters. Like, that's really, that's really all this comes down to. The entire season, you just have to be better in fourth quarters, man. That's it. I could not have said it better myself, so I shall not. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We'll have you covered for the rest of the games leading up to Christmas Day. Uh, We're going to have some folks on the road. I think Ethan's traveling up to Orlando, so you'll uh, get some on-site coverage from him on Off the Floor. Make sure to check that out on Discord. Thank you for joining us, and uh, hopefully the Heat will get back on track in the next one. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reason Sports Network. After all... Someone needs to listen to my dad. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.